Adiós. Boppers, how's it going? We're back. We're back for our third and final new series of mm -hmm. our one in four. I'm Eddie French. I'm here with Emma Tiswell. Oh, hi. There she is. Welcoming you to the very first episode of Genre Geddon, where we look at sorts of genres that don't get much of a look in these days or that were better a long time ago or, or had their time a long time ago, I suppose. And so just introduced Emma to the delights of her first non-dinosaur related Western. Yeah. I mean, like, I've seen them before, but not yeah. like on a conscious level. Yeah, like, where sure. I was, like, not that I was like drugged or anything, <laughs> but yeah, like where I'm actually actively Your watching. Your first con conscious efforts to watch, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to watch a western. Well, uh, I, I, the ones with the one with dinosaurs in, by the way. In case you're going, why are they not talking about that one? What we have, it's yeah. called the Valley of Guanji, and we did an episode on uh, in our first sort of series of Groovin movies, now Groovin movies classics. Mm. So go and listen to that one because it's really, really good. And but, it was all right. Um, yeah, this cowboy film, this western, uh, it was more cow than boy. So many cows. There's a lot of cows. We'll, uh, a lot of rump. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was to rump what um, New to the Moon is to knocker. Don't get that reference. That's good. Nude on, nude on the Moon, sorry. Oh, nude, nude on the to Moon. The moon. I'm I getting was like, confused. what's Newton the Moon? Because so this film uh, is called Born to the West. That's right. how it was uh, released, but it was reissued. As Helltown, and this is another pizza flicks joint. Yeah. Um, I mean, Born to the West is a better name for it. Probably Born to the Cows. Probably would have or to cows, milk. Cows to the cows. Yep, cows to uh, all the cows. The Great Dairy Conga. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a good one. That's a good portion of the film. But yeah, it's so dairy trip. We watched it as Helltown. Yep. And that's what you can find it on pizza flicks on YouTube as. So mm. find them out. It'll be in their westerns. And it's from 1937. Good time. Yep. Apparently. It's based on a Zane Grey novel. And he wrote a lot of horse dramas. And most importantly, it stars John Wayne. Mm. So 37. So this is sort of pre-superstar. He's quite jovial. Yes. Mm. It's one of his more charming uh, portrayals. He's not... Um, over well, well, we'll get to it. I'm going, yeah. to, I'm going to read the plot from Wikipedia. The great thing about taking from Wikipedia is sometimes people are very sort of um, practical. They'll mm. go, a man works for a company and then he does this and then he does that. His wife finds out, then they all go home. Yeah. This one is, um, th this one's got a bit more... Um, they're giving it a flourish. Yeah, there's flourish ah. to it, which, which I like. So um, here is, so spoilers as usual. Like we say, go to Pizza Flicks, subscribe to them. And watch Helltown. Yeah. It takes 55 minutes. Put your ear blinkers on right now. Put your ear blinkers right on. If you want to watch it and not hear the spoilers, then pause the podcast, go off and watch it. Yep. If you don't care and you just want to hear us chat about a silly film, because it yeah. is very silly. Oh, it's, it's so silly. It's good. It's like 
silly in a very charming way, but it's it a is level silly. of silly that I need. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, we'll get into spoilers in three, two, one, and here is the Wikipedia synopsis. On the vast mountainous Montana vista, to the soft strains of a rhythm chorus, horned cattle are quietly herded until raiders divert them. Hearing shots, Dare. That's his name, Dare Rudd, bracket, Wayne, in a tall white hat and hungry, dark-moustached, wiry sidekick, lightning rod salesman, Dink Hooley. <laughs> Dink Hooley. You heard that, lightning rod salesman, Dink Hooley, uh, an uncredited Sid Sailor. Uh, miscall the winning side. Okay, I should have... Oh, right, I see. They... They take their horses into confuse um, and make a lot more dust in the stampede. This film was made using some silent footage from a previous version of the story, and then they updated it by adding in newer stuff. So, rough shrubber, sh rush, rough shrubby terrain provides a dangerous battleground. Seemingly safe. <laughs> yep. Seemingly safe across border in next state, Wayne's cousin, Tom Fillmore, played by John Mac Brown, local big man, bank president, and shining good sheep of the family. Good sheep of the family. All right, I see. Surprises the pair and offers them a job. <laughs> I don't think this Wikipedia could have been like any like more accurate for the whole theme of the film. <laughs> there is a... a the disjointed delights that I'm taking in reading this. You're absolutely correct. People around here spend too much time thinking. John just fistfights and proposes while Tom's girl Judy, Marsha Hunt, bandages his eye. <laughs> I mean, this is all... Okay. This is basically the entire film. It is. Um, Probably, uh, like, described better than we would. Yeah. <laughs> Marsha yeah, Hunt, yeah. So basically what happens is they go to the town where Tom is the bank president yep. and they get into a fight because Dare Rudd, uh, yeah, John Wayne's character, it's, it's just John Wayne. Like all of his yeah. fucking characters, it's just John Wayne. John Wayne fancies himself a card player, mm -hmm. he gets in trouble and he gets punched in the eye. Yep. Uh, there's a rather wonderful bit where they both get thrown out of the saloon casino thing for fighting. Yeah. And um, and um, Hooley says, um, <clears throat> you want to be more careful in there, Rod. Uh, you, you could have got yourself a black eye. And then John Wayne turns around and he's got a black eye. He totally does. It is really, really good. Comedy timing. <clears throat> I mean, oh. it was like watching Laurel and Hardy. The timing was that good. I half <laughs> expected John Wayne to go, <clears throat> but uh, he didn't. Um, and so, uh, so Tom's girlfriend, Judy, the only woman in this film, yep. by the way, um, Only one, except maybe some of the cows. Some of the cows were definitely female. Yeah, I wouldn't call them women. <laughs> Mind you, different. I've I've not been out in the Montana um, mm. wastelands with only cows long this enough to ever be to consider calling them, thinking of them as women. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that wasn't mentioned in the film, so no. we'll, we'll leave it. I think. Yeah, that's that um, just passing comment. Absolutely. Um. So um, so she um, she. Yeah, so uh, sorry, I'm 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 in love with this Wikipedia description because it's clearly written by someone who, who's 
for for whom English is not a first language, or they've just translated it from a previous one. Um, mm-hmm. because he says he starts flirting with Tom's girlfriend, his cousin's yeah. girlfriend, yeah. and says, "Maybe I should, maybe I should marry you." Yeah, and she yeah. goes, "No, nah. nah, mate, that's <laughs> what what are you doing?" Um, I mean, if you see Tom, like mm. he's lovely. Yeah, no, he's he seems nice enough. Yeah. And so Tom gives uh Dink and Dare Dink and Dare. I just realized that's what they're called. <laughs> um jobs. Yep. And their job is cooking the food yeah. for the other cattlemen. And there's a brilliant scene where John Wayne is in an apron, a big penny yeah, tabard should, sort of thing. They're basically just nice little dresses. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. him and the other bloke, Sid, Sid Sailor, yeah. they are just stood there tending to some biscuits, yep. which is what Americans call scones. Oh, there we uh, go. Which is what some people call scones. Um, scone or scone? I can't. I, I'll have a scone. I'd probably say scone. I, d- I don't know. I honestly don't care. Fair enough. Although Scottish, the scone of stone Ooh. is a much more, much nicer thing to say. But anyway. Yeah, <clears throat> we don't rest. You know what? I bet the first serious amount of correspondence we get is as a result <laughs> of our people arguing over whether it's scone or scone. Yeah. I mean, talk to us however much you like, uh, groovingmovies at gmail.com. You, by mm. all means, do. I'll, but I'll care about your scone or scone. Of course, well, of course we care, but you know, if it was about the films, that would be even better, wouldn't it? But, yeah, you know, what, but whatever you know. whatever starts the discussion. Send us a scone good. with John Wayne's face on, whatever you want. Oh, that's gone. It will be. And so then Judy and Tom come out one day to see the workers, and he gets all <laughs> embarrassed because he's wearing a pinny. Right, I'm sorry. He looks pretty good in his pinny, and he looks so happy. He's six. He's like... Think- John Wayne was about 30 years old at the time. He was six foot four and in really good shape. It, a, a penny is not going to make him look bad. Well, no. And they, like you described him as like a terrible... So I was expecting him to be like, oh, I'm really, really quite sad. And, but that's not his accent. No. Um, no. And then well, I mean, he was yeah, just happy. He was, he fairly, was a happy yeah, chap. Fairly. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, there is a certain amount of John Wayne only ever really plays John Wayne, even when he was playing... Uh, Genghis Khan. He mm. was still playing John Wayne, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> just with some dubious additions to his face. Um, wow! So, um, yeah, that wasn't <laughs> his finest. He was always. He, I mean, he was much better at playing a man's man because mm. he was one. So it wasn't that big a stretch. And mm. he was. He wasn't Laurence Olivier when it came to being an actor. He did what John Wayne did very, very well. I'm, I'm, my opinion is quite split on John Wayne because I can find his performances hugely entertaining, but... I just thought he was a grumpy man in the past. Yeah. And I had a I scarf mean, and all that, that good? I mean, he is, he, I mean, he yeah. is that. Yeah, he, he is, is that. Is that. So um, yeah. my perception is slightly diluted compared to that. Yeah. So, uh, so Tom, after Judy says... Can you not make him wear the lady clothes anymore? Yeah, because he's goes, not doing it. All right, uh-huh. fine. She's like, you know, I think if you give him some responsibility, he'll respect that and start <laughs> behaving better. And Tom goes, do you know what? That's probably fair. Yep, let's do all it. All right, then. You're now the foreman of the next herding. So he's like, you're taking this thousand head of cattle yeah, to the market loads. or something. Yeah. So many. 
So you're in charge of everyone taking it to market, mm -hmm. and it's going to be like over ten thousand dollars. Yeah, which is a stupid amount of money. Like the cattle. At that time. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say the cattle's a bit like um, watching a scene of Game of Thrones, where all like the White Walkers are just there. Yeah. they're just relentless. There, there are so many elongated scenes mm. of cattle just being moved through. Various terrains. <laughs> Probably one of my favourite bits were when they like there was all the fighting and mm. they're shooting, and then all of a sudden it just flicks and it's like, do do do. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it just cuts to uh, yeah. There's there some the of them are fighting life. the bandits, the cattle rustlers, yeah. and then the then it just cuts to the cows. It's like oh thank god they cut away from the action to show us some <laughs> yeah. cows walking away again. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of cow. Because like when we were looking at the comments. Um, oh, yeah, the comments, I was like, yeah. oh, there's a lot of cat, and you're like, oh, it's cowboys, isn't it? No, 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 no. Yeah. It's not just cowboys. No, it's not just cowboys. Although the comments on the, uh, there's one which says, uh, that's a lot of dumb beef. <laughs> and I don't know whether they were just talking about how many cows they were, mm. or it was a comment on the state of the film, because both are accurate. Because <laughs> the film is a lot of dumb beef. Yeah, but it's... It, it's thoroughly entertaining dumb beef, yeah. but uh, it is a very dumb beef. So they get to town, and mm. the guy, uh, and John Wayne's taking it very seriously. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, so I've counted out that money. Thank yep. you. Here's Excellent. your receipt. And he's doing all I of the business things. Off. And then he doesn't have pockets, apparently, because mm. he just undoes a button of his shirt, slides <laughs> yeah. the money in next to his tummy, and then does the button back up again. Yeah. Which you just go, what what are, you, what are you doing? I'm just sweating money. Yeah. It's like, what, what's that for? It's yeah, like, nothing. Yeah. Like, you, you can get mustard all down your money with, <laughs> yeah. when you go for dinner. You got a papery grove. I was thinking about too, probably. And then he gets lured into a card game. Did, because he's, cause it's, he's like, he's so adamant that he's going to go back as soon as he's done. He's, he's like, yeah, he's basically I'm like, going to go back. He's like, okay, right. Yeah. We get in, we pay, or we get paid. We're straight back on the horses, straight back. We get there by sundown, yep. and then we'll go for a drink once I've delivered all the money. He's basically like, okay, It's like on. the freaking Italian job. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, yeah. uh, hold on, lads. I've got an idea. Well, hold on, boys. I've got an idea. You're only That's... supposed to open the shirt slightly <laughs> yeah. to put the money in. You were only supposed to gamble with your own money. Um, <laughs> You're, you're only supposed a, to sit on the bloody rock. Yeah. <laughs> you're a big man, but you're out of shape, and I do this for a living. <laughs> Why do we fall down, Master Bruce? <laughs> uh, I'm not just going to do Michael Caine quotes with uh, John Wayne's voice, because that's, that's a comedian from the 80s. Yeah. What would it be like if John Wayne was Michael Caine? <laughs> My name is Michael John Klein. <laughs> My name is... Well, his name was Marion Morrison, of course. Uh, um, he gets convinced yep. by some of his mates to go, well, come on, all your lads who've ridden over here, they're going to mm -hmm. want to go to the casino, have yeah. a bit of a gamble, have a drink, probably, mm -hmm. you know, just get a hotel, man. It'll all be good. First yeah. thing in the morning, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, off you mm -hmm. go. He goes, all right then. And then someone goes, see that guy? He's the best card player this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. And he went, what? <laughs> he went, yep. show him. He's like, right. Well, in that case, I'd better play cards with him. Yeah. So they get two other blokes to sit around and they're playing cards. And 
then we see how they're cheating with the help of the barman. Oh, he's so, sneaky. Yeah, it's very sneaky. So what they do is the guy goes, hey, bartender, bring us those drinks. And that's when they're shuffling the cards. He puts the cards down, and the bartender, with a secret deck of pre-sorted cards underneath the drinks tray, yep. sets that down over the other cards, mm. leaves them, picks up the uh, untampered cards, mm-hmm. takes them away. So then the guy's dealing off the top, mm-hmm. all legit, but yeah. he knows what all the cards are. Proper little Houdini, that is. Absolutely. So he is rinsing yeah. John Wayne. And it goes through the night. It's like, yeah, like... Because Judy... It, it cuts back to a point where Judy and Tom are in their loft, it looks like. Yeah. And she's going, oh, he said he'd be back by now. Magic and, him here. Yeah. She's like, please go and get him. And, and obviously it is quite easy to get to that town yeah. because you're not taking a thousand cows with you. True. So it's yeah. quite quick there and back. It's what just you- with the massive amount of dumb beef that they're taking. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but he likes it. He only got a bloody light. He's just, yeah, he's just, yeah, and he gets his the, cow sense yeah. or his death sense mm. has, has kicked in. Well, absolutely, because he leaves it in the dark and gets yeah. there in the morning. Yeah. John Wayne's there. He's, he's taking his hat off. His hair's a mess. Mm-hmm. And the other guy's there, cool as a cucumber, still in his hat. Yep. Um, not like they weren't playing strip poker. It's not like no, John Wayne no, no, is like naked. They were, they were well, um, well kept. But they're, in the... they're just playing cash poker, Stop. which is worse for John Wayne. <laughs> yeah. And so he's now using that 10 grand. Mm-hmm. He's the whole hell town itself, I suppose. Was, oh, yeah. was the whole place is a bit corrupt and a bit mm. in on it. So uh, Tom walks in and goes, what do you think you're doing? He goes, oh... <laughs> I didn't mean anything by it. I just and he's like, "Get up, give yep. me that money." Come on, I'll right. show you how to do it. Yeah, and he's like, "Deal me the fuck in." Yep. And he starts dealing himself full houses, mm. four of a kinds. Uh, he had all, all the this. jacks and threes and whatever. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. He was doing all of that. Yeah, it was yeah. full house jacks over threes, mm. and it was just. It was perfect. Yeah, and and then. It, it was good though because when he yeah. went in his round, he mm. kept like really nicely nuzzling it all together. And oh, it was kept, very specific. Yeah, he kept on stacking yeah. the money very, very nicely. And mm. uh, so he's winning back all the money. And there's a little montage scene of him just mm. winning, winning, winning. Yep. Whether he's dealing off the off the bottom or what, we don't know. But he's just a good card player. Mm. Then uh, the guy orders some drinks, and mm-hmm. the bartender comes over. And Tom notices. Yep. So he tries to lift the, uh, the bartender tries to lift the um, tray and the unmarked cards or mm-hmm. whatever. Tom's hand is straight on that tray going, what, get, pulls out his gun. Yeah. Like, which is, he's like, wait a minute. Then he opens it and goes, ah, <laughs> the old cold deck, huh? <laughs> yeah. To which the guy who's been ripping him off responds by just pulling out a gun and shooting. Oh, no, it's not him. It's someone behind him. Yeah. Someone, some, someone just responds by pulling out a gun and shooting Tom in the gut. But then Tom's like, "Come on, dear, and get then, all your money." Yeah, and then Tom shoots, shoots your man, mm. the the card instigator. Yep. And he's like, "Dare, get all the money." Yeah. And oh yeah, just before that happens, just before that happens, of mm. course, um, everyone from the town walks in to watch. Yeah. So there's just tons and tons of armed men walk in. And then Lightning Rod walks in going, yep. hi, guys, what's going on? Hey, I'm a happy man. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and then they go, okay, well, um, 
everyone's got their guns out pointed and they just sort of back away. Yeah. Lightning rod closes the door. Yep. Because that makes all the difference. Oh, they, totally. It, but it does. It which really, is really yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah. So they get they get on their horses. Um, Quite quickly, considering he's just being shot. Yep, absolutely. He's more sort of flung onto it by mm. uh, by John, and they and they shoot off uh, into into escape mode. He does. So he does love flinging people on horses. Yeah. He's like the. The opposite of Frankenstein, mm. he's, he's saving people oh, all yes, the time. Because earlier in an incidental moment, mm. um, when uh, Judy comes to visit him in his frock, yes, um, a rattlesnake spooks her horse <gasps> and the horse bolts yep. and she's on it. So John Wayne and Tom saddle up mm-hmm. and he um, basically cap- like drags her off her horse ultimately. Yeah. And then she's riding side saddle all daintily. Which is all well and good, but she looks so uncomfortable. And then, mm. and then Tom comes. He's like, "Oh, are you doing?" And she's like, "Best day of my life." She's like, "This so is so happy." This is the oh, worst. have you met this guy? He is so hot. Yeah. Oh, and there's a bit where uh, they're they're hiding from the bad man, <laughs> and uh, Tom's got his is it a shoulder wound or something? He's he's been shot oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he's holding his he's holding his been shot wound mm-hmm. bullets. That's the word. Yes. And John Wayne is shooting at them from behind a rock. Yeah. And he goes. You know something? I thought I was the best card player west of the Mississippi, but you are, which yeah. is which is the equivalent of full on tongue kissing him. Yeah, as far as as far as that level of uh, affection he has for his own mm. cousin. This is it's beautiful. Yeah. Although, <laughs> it was it was not the only time when uh, people were behind rocks. Like only two of them apparently fighting the entire world. Mm. Yes, really impressive. Yes, and so. Uh, and so they, they get back to town. Mm-hmm. Tom's okay. He's yeah, going to be all he's, good. He's grand. And then Judy tells um, Dare and Dink that Tom could do with a partner or like with partners for the, mm-hmm. for the endeavor yeah. and whether he'd be interested. And so then they go back to a, a life of less danger mm. and more respect, which is what earlier his cousin Tom says that his dad always wanted for him. So... He's Aww. going to say, yeah, so that's quite nice. Um, throughout the entire film, Dink asks everybody if they <laughs> want to buy a lightning rod. Yeah. Every um, single person, uh, why it's important to have a lightning rod. Yeah, it, which kind of seems like one of those code things when you're just like, have you got a lightning rod? Here's where a pop. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be interested in buying a lightning rod? I hear lightning only strikes twice in Minsk. <laughs> da, here is microfilm. It's sort of it's it's a little bit Cold War spy talk, yeah. isn't it? Say, you look like the kind of fellow who could do with a lightning rod. Like, Maybe uh, that was his game on the street. Th- I don't think so, friend. I don't know if this was like yeah. some old cowboy Polari sort of just gay slang in in cowboys. I'm like, um, you know, just the. Because there are a couple of cowboys who I imagine um, spoke like Mae West who were just, uh, hmm, I guess that's one of those lightning rod guys. Hmm. <laughs> well, it didn't respond to my charms. Uh, I don't know. It's I'd like it uh, to be. I think it would be good. Maybe um, cool, yeah. And, um, and then right at the end, right at the end, when they're uh, about to leave, mm. he, Dink just spots a bloke sitting under a tree next to his horse, just, just sitting in the shade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he goes, wait a minute, I'll, I'll be a moment, John Wayne. So he gets off his <laughs> horse and he goes, actually goes, 
Now, you know something? People say that lightning don't strike twice, but only if you give it a place to strike, so why don't you buy a lightning rod? He goes, I think that's a very wise idea to have a lightning rod. He goes, you do? You give me 10 bucks and I'll send you one of the be- down payment <laughs> to anyone of the best lightning rods. I'm not interested. But you just said it was a, I'm not interested because I'm a lightning rod salesman. <gasps> oh. And it was just, the, and then he just goes, huh. And then he just gets on his horse and goes back to meet you. I was like, what's this the culmination of? Was this, was this in the novel? It was based on a novel by Zane Grey. Like, what is that? Was this in Helltown, the novel? Maybe. Maybe just, it was like a secret lightning rod organization and they all maybe. like sell to everyone, but no one really believes them. That or, oh, it could be that uh, lightning rod was, was uh, a male sex worker. Uh, so when he goes, uh, I'm already working this. Mm. This meadow. Yeah, back off. <laughs> yeah, hey, back off, bitch. I, I, I've got... Uh, I've claimed is, my this, turf. Yeah, this is my turf here. Mm. It's like, oh, I don't want another turf war with a lightning rod salesman. Wink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, it's possible. I think um, Tom would be a good uh, cowboy of the night. He'd be brilliant on that suit. That's not Tom, it's Dink. Oh, Dink, sorry. I think Dink would be yeah, a good... Yeah, Tom would be as well. Cowboy of the night. Oh, Tom yeah. would be. Go on, it was, it was that classic cowboy named Dink Hooley. Because I could, the only name that I picked up was John. Yeah, I know. I, I he only was know my favourite character. He was a good character. He's the only one I've I, I heard. All the others I didn't know because. But he he yeah. reminded me a bit of Brian Ferry. I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> he did a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the suit and the the grin. John Mac Brown, Tom Fillmore. Ah. There we go. A little bit of a fact for you um, An American college football player and actor, mostly in westerns. He died the same year as John Wayne. No. He was on Wheaties cereal boxes oh. because of his uh, excellent physique. With, I wonder if they're like Wheaties and they had like the little... I think they are. They're, <gasps> they're, they're some sort of... I don't know about if they're the chocolate ones, but... Um, mm, some kind were, of wheat-based good. Yeah, they were, I think they oh. were... They were like the, uh, I think the, the Wheaties no, box. Muhammad Ali was on it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. The Wheaties box was where it was, I think it was one of the first sort of um, celebrity uses of, oh. yeah, it would have uh, really, really healthy fit athletes and stuff. Oh God, it doesn't look healthy though. They look like bran flakes to me. Mm. But like if, if bran flakes were just left to die if, a little bit. Yeah, if bran flakes <laughs> were dreadful. Yeah. Um, yes. Oh, he was uh, he was married for forty eight years. Ah, oh, must have been those wheeze. There you go. But yes, yeah, so he mm. was he was in a lot of westerns as well. Yeah. But he was very good in this one. He was, yeah, he was uh, cracking. Yeah, it all of the promo stuff looks like John Wayne ends up with the lady. Yeah, with which Judy and he, and he categorically doesn't. No, Although, except in the poster there because. There's a big picture of her and Tom. But he looks like they look like mannequins, and it's just yeah. So that's, that's the art style on this one. But so. true, and I get the waxy in the West, and that's fine. But <laughs> what is Westworld? Is that what you're mainly thinking of? Yeah. Fair enough. Why not? Yeah. Who's our Sid? Sid, that is. Uh, he was born Leo Sailor. Oh, I'm just thinking like Leo. Yeah, Sailor. Leo Sailor. Yeah. Uh, he right, was. Yeah. He was uncredited. What? As um, as as Dink. That's upsetting because he was such a a great part of the, the film. He like he appeared in everything from comedies to westerns, usually mm. as the hero's comical sidekick. Maybe 
I mean, yeah, and you you can you can tell, but yeah. he, he's more deserving of not being. Criticized. He was in the. He played the tramp in the Winking Idol. Oh, the mystery rider. Mm-hmm. Oh, very he nice. In, in Red Hot Leather, he played Noisy Bates. <laughs> I can imagine him. Uh... Sorry, it's just a little warmer in here, ladies and gentlemen. It's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Bloody hell, he's got lots of films. There's yeah, all, yeah. Uh, oh, Sid. Mm-hmm. Star Border Star and Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah. As Star Border. Tarzan's Desert Mystery sounds quite fun. It sounds like a game I'd want to play. Doughboys in Ireland. Doughboys in Ireland play. Yeah. Gas House Kids Go West. These are these are the best titles I've they heard the since titles. sliced films. Let's and make this, that a thing. And this film was sliced. It was sliced up from uh, yeah, from well, the Asylum version. You can tell. Um, yes, you can because it's got that wonderful thing whereby all silent films and really old films look like they're mm. about one point five the speed yeah. of of more recent films. So there's just bits where the cows they've got these very heavy sort of sounds when they're running. Yeah. But they look as if they're sort of tiptoeing across the surface without any impact at all because it's so fast so there is that excellent bit but um yes the f- i like the first time we meet tom mm. because uh our two heroes are hiding behind a huge rock oh yeah that was brilliant and just popping <laughs> over the top of the rock is this bloke with a gun mm. who says hey i saw you out there trying to rustle them cattles mm-hmm. and then john wayne looks up and goes hey cuz <laughs> we didn't know. Whoops. Oh, no. And then he goes, oh, you. And then he climbs down from this enormous rock. It means he's been sat at the top of an enormous rock for ages, this big boulder thing. It's great. Because you, you can't tell if he's like just waiting for a passerby and he's like, I mm. will dismount. Or yeah. if, he's, if that's just his, his morning routine. Yeah, if he was just, oh, come up here and look. He's the president of the Cattle Association mm. and the head of the bank. Yeah. Which... Well, I mean, he got time to be like I mean, on checks and, checks and balances these days. That mm. wouldn't be allowed with the monopoly rule, laws and everything. <laughs> so, uh, mm. so yeah. So that's loosely the film. It only takes an hour to watch, and a good first ten minutes is just watching cows move. Yeah. Um, if you like cows, it's a great film. Do you to know watch. what? If you like cows at varying speeds, mm-hmm. then and how they matched the old silent herd mm, to the yeah. new. Modern talky herd. A, a beautiful. Oh, it must thing. be CG. It must yep, be. Oh, there's totally. no possible way. Um, George Lucas got on that. Yeah. Um. Yes, it reminded me of um, the. Uh, there's a Discworld novel called Moving Pictures mm. where the disc suddenly develops a film industry. Nice. And um, and someone learns that you, what you can do is you can set a camera rolling, have an elephant walk in front of it. Stop the camera, mm. move the elephant back, and have it work. <laughs> so it can be two elephants. Ooh. And then, and slowly, these films just start developing as the, this is the film with a thousand elephants. <laughs> it's just one increasingly tired elephant walking in front of yeah. and, and that And the cow scenes did, did put that in my mind quite a lot. Can, I can see why it is. So, yeah. So, so, how for your first. For your first sort of slightly more traditional Western that you deliberately paid attention to, yeah. what did you think? I loved it. You it loved was, it. 
Very funny. Very entertaining. Um, it wasn't what I was expecting. No. It is supposed um, to be funny. It's a very lighthearted film, yeah. I suppose. So, um, yeah, only one person gets shot and that's not even fate. Yeah, they're, they're fine, pretty much. So, yeah, so you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I enjoyed watching how um, John Wayne went from excitable to um, quite full-on, a bit of fed up, and that was quite nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, a dink, just a, amazing, a delight. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd like to actually get a hold of this novel now because <laughs> I want to see what, what this, yeah, what this, Pulpy trash. I mean, very entertaining. But mm, I do, you yeah. know, you know how we feel about trash. We love it. Mm. But how this sort of pulpy trash, whether there is just this running joke of the lightning rod salesman <laughs> who just pops up and just someone's someone's just sat there at a bar going, uh, mm. bartender, can I have another drink, please? Tell you what you need, sir, is a lightning rod. <laughs> I happen to be in the lightning rod business. Oh, there's a great scene where... Um, because initially the cattle rustlers want to just steal. There's a little subplot where one of the people working for John mm. Wayne is also working for this guy who wants to steal his cattle and integrate yes. it into his herd. <laughs> so he says, don't worry, it'll be fine. So he goes, all right, we'll find out when they camp out. They'll stay overnight mm. to, uh, to do it. So they've got all the cows secured. And then they all go to sleep. Um, around this campfire. So the bad guys come in and they just r- ride the, the horses round in a circle, round mm. the campfire, just shooting all of the like bed rolls yep. and the blankets and stuff. And then, and then you go, oh no, they've all been shot. And then suddenly Dare and Dink, their heads mm-hmm. pop up from behind a little thicket. Yep. And for ages, it looks like it's only them that's escaped mm-hmm. because you don't see the other blokes. So no, it just no, looks no. like they've snuck out in the middle of the night, let <laughs> all the other guys get shot to death. <laughs> and then and then they go, hee, 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 hee. So then, they, uh, so then they, the bad guys sort of pull back the, the bedclothes mm. or the, the blankets and stuff and see, uh, see that there's no one there. And that's yeah. when they all start shooting at them. Yep. So they run off and go, oh, it didn't work out. So... Mm. Now we've got to try and steal the ten thousand dollars some other way. Is it you know the cattle detectives? Which because I know you said they kind of just cropped up. Someone just mentioned the phrase cattle detectives, and I think it was. I don't think that's an official thing. It should be. It should be. I know. I I agree. Because that I, sounds like they would have lapped that mission up. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It was like ah, oh, so the cattle detectives are here, eh? And it's sort of like oh. Ooh, here are the king cowboys. But yeah, but yeah. So that someone someone calls them the cattle detectives. Uh, uh, um, Dink and uh, Dare, so Dare Rudd. I mean, honestly, <laughs> is um, you like a seasoned watcher of Western? How is this typical for a Western film in the the um, storyline of... wise? Not unusual. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Because this is actually sort of more about cows than most <laughs> cowboy films. Cows in a... Cause the, yeah, because the thing, I mean, a cowboy is essentially a shepherd, but different animal. Yeah. So it's like not a very... A lot of the more interesting cowboys, they're mm. basically sort of those lone wanderers, lone riders. It's yeah. like, they're not cowboys, they're outlaws, or they're, yeah. or they're you know, sort of, you know, vagabondy types. But it was just because 
with cows and with cattle and with stuff that can be easily moved. Mm. It was just about, it was crime. It was sort of rural crime dramas. I'd say it was a coming of cows movie. It was, yeah. But that was a this terrible one joke. Was, yeah, no, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't too typical of, of what Westerns became. Okay, yeah. Of the time, it probably was. Was the humour... Oh yeah, Are there's been, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. There's lots of humour in westerns and stuff. They they have, yeah. Um, not all of them are sort of grizzled and gritty because that that mainly came from the spaghetti westerns and mm. stuff. So that's more Clint Eastwood than yeah. it is John Wayne. John Wayne was in bigger sort of, but his films were a lot of dumb beef. Mm. Is what they were. It, very entertaining, but mm. they would be the big Hollywood uh, sort of glorious technicolor, sort of all pink and orange sunsets and, you know, huge Texas skyline. Yeah, when it was when widescreen came along, the Texas skyline and all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, very, very entertaining, very worthy. I mean, the Hayes Code worked out so perfectly mm. for Westerns because, mm. you know, like I, I, I sort of gave a brief synopsis of the white hat black hat dichotomy and how you know that you've got that trope i mean it was a bit he was wearing john wayne was wearing a big white hat in this yeah but, and then it, but tom was wearing a black one so it, it, i don't think it was that established by this point no because a bit because initially i was like oh this is because dink was wearing like a slightly darker bra- dark hat and yeah. then i was like is there a degree it, of it's not like um it's not like the sort of gay disco bandana code. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's just that the the baddest of the bad guys yeah. were generally, generally they hadn't shaved a bit. They'd have some mm-hmm. stubble. Yeah. Um. They'd even smoke like black cigars or black mm-hmm. cigarillos. Yeah. Whereas there was a lot more white about the uh, and then, but they might have mud on their boots or something. But yeah, sort of everything was white about the good guy. So all of these chaps looked uh, very pristine, including uh, their chaps. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, they did. Yes. No, absolutely everything mm. was pristine. But mm. uh, And you know what helps keep you pristine? What? The lightning rod. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> the light, lightning rod will keep yeah. that, keep everything All the there. static. So, all the static. So, yeah. Mm. So, what, what was your favourite bit? Um, oh, God. <laughs> I think penny get, like, just the penny times were, were fun. I am... Um, it took a while for me to realise that what I was looking at, because yeah. I think it was just unnatural for me to see John Wayne in an apron, so my brain went, nah, I that's not happening. Or there was this, like, I feel like I've been missold this entire, like, concept of this man. <laughs> yes, Wait. yeah. Well, ni- yeah, 1937, he was still making his way into pop culture. He was not... Mm. The 50s, 40s and 50s was really when he became john yeah. wayne i mean there would have been some interest in him at the time because he was he was, he was a very recognizable man he was also six four mm. and all this kind of stuff probably fairly outspoken um mm-hmm. he was an interesting man not mm-hmm. a very nice one by all accounts but he did make a very entertaining cinema and dreadful cinema as well he he, he was able to do both like so many but then, you know, Nicolas Cage. <gasps> no, don't mind. Don't leave my Nicolas Cage alone. I will leave him alone for good, you. Good, good. 
So the the uh, the penny sketch the penny sketch it wasn't a sketch they weren't the two Ronnies no. uh, the penny scene <laughs> felt like it it, it did um, a bit yeah um, so I think he still had his cowboy hat on as well yeah <laughs> but it was sunny out I did but. also really like the fact they were doing this magic trick and he kept like panning into the cards for like a good few minutes and I was like you know it's pretty cool. There was a lot of magic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he showed, yeah. Show said, my card. Uh, What's your favourite card? He goes, oh, I like the Ace of Clubs. And he goes, oh, this card, you mean? And he goes, whoa. Oh, my God. That's that good. I like the King of Diamonds. And he goes, oh, yeah. what do you mean? This King of Diamonds? Like, no way. And he's so literally cool. just turning the deck over and showing them the cards. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah. It's, that bit came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then was never mentioned again no which is why this like <laughs> film is so good because there's mm. all these little tiny trinkets of western delight that yeah yeah because it's i mean years years and years later mel gibson would appear in the excellent film maverick which is uh it's a western it's about a, a card shark oh would have fit in well with and, it yeah M- mel gibson who of course we all know is a prick mm. but Endlessly entertaining performer. Um, see Lethal Weapon and Maverick and some other stuff. Just because someone is a skilled actor, or John Wayne for that matter, mm. uh, doesn't mean they're nice. And just because uh, someone isn't nice doesn't mean they're not capable at what it is they do. Yes. It's just the level of how unnice they are. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the difficulty. <laughs> so, um, yeah, anyway. That's uh, that's beside the point. Uh, amazing, mm. amazing that a man um, born in 1907 wouldn't share the same political views as me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How on earth could that possibly uh, be? I uh, must, I'm so surprised I've fallen over. But anyway, that's not about politics, the show. No. Um, unless the film is. And this is very much an apolitical yeah. um, show. This is simple, simple fun. Um, yes very very good indeed so you're going for pinafore scene well yeah there's many there's there's a lot to recommend it's the one that I think it's annoyingly it's the one that sticks out the most it really does although I do like the fact he walks around with this like cowboy hat on and then half his face is covered in a bandage and he's pretty much looks like he's walked out of Silent Hill yes that is true yeah (laughs) yeah that wouldn't be a comparison for many years after this film Mm. was made Many years after the man died. Um, yeah. I think I enjoyed... Um, oh, sorry, I should have asked you that. Then. No, it was fine. Uh, what did you enjoy, Eddie? Oh, that's okay. I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed every, every utterance of the phrase lightning rod. <laughs> I, because when, it's, when it was first mentioned that Dink was a lightning rod salesman, mm. it's when they went to the town where Tom worked. Mm-hmm. And he's there at the bank and he's there, he's doing some official bank stuff. And a guy comes in and says, well, uh, Mr. Fillimore, um, there's uh, a couple of gentlemen here to see you. One of them claims to be, one of them claims to be a lightning rod salesman. The other one says he's the finest card player this side of the Mississippi. And because, because it was presented that way, I assumed that he said he was a lightning rod salesman would be like like the Western equivalent of saying, oh, I'm with the FBI, the yeah. female body inspectors. <laughs> you know, like that sort of stupid, you know, yeah, it, like, it, was, it was like a gag yeah, yeah. response. Yeah. 
And then he goes, uh, say, you wouldn't be needing a lightning rod, would you? And I thought he was just like, <laughs> like completing that little yeah, bit. Yeah. And he just kept on talking about lightning rods. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. So he actually is a lightning rod yeah. salesman because that is the. That is the bare bones of his trade. Yeah. yeah. But it, but it, because they introduced it in such a way that it sounded like he was giving a, a jerk answer. Yeah. It was like. What's your name? Oh, my name's Ben Dover. <laughs> it was like um, it was like um, Mo in The Simpsons mm. answering the phone to Bart. I thought it was, yeah. it was literally a gag that he was going to try and sort of pull on someone, but mm. no, he was telling the honest truth. <laughs> and so for ages, I was like, lightning rod joke mm. coming from, and it sort of wasn't. But it's not like whoever their careers guidance, like council or whatever it was, it's just cow detectives, lightning rods, and whatever, like freaking. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, it's mad. Well, you can either look after cattle. Yep. Mm, I don't know. You uh, can detect cattle. You can detect cattle. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You can steal cattle. Oh. Or, and this has only just come in. Yeah. You could sell lightning rods. Wear plenty of rubber. <laughs> uh. Wear plenty of rubber. Always wear a rubber when dealing with lightning rods. But but that, right. That, again, is just because of the We Happy For You fetish club that you do get a lightning rod and you literally can like sort of lightning people nice. and they love it so that's there oh, we yeah, go oh yeah well they will do yeah, yeah. that's uh... they, they giggle <laughs> Any, anyway so that uh, was just a horse yep <laughs> that was Yoda oh, there's not enough cows there <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, detect cattle you must. <laughs> yeah. Um, so lightning rod is a good idea to buy. Well, mind you, if Luke had had a lightning rod, mm. he wouldn't have had all that force lightning off the Emperor. That's it, and he might have not lost his arm. Or whatever. Might have, uh, well, he, he wouldn't have, ne- well, what would have happened uh. is he wouldn't have needed Vader to save him. Yeah. So Vader wouldn't have had that last minute change of heart mm. and turned back into Anakin, and yeah. the whole Skywalker saga would have <gasps> taken a massive difference. Bloody hell. Yeah, it's good though, isn't it? So, theory right here, so you, you keep those lightning rods away yeah. from Star Wars yes. because there's enough nerds getting upset about it now without, without someone having to screw up Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping with the lightsabers, nothing else. Yeah. yeah, fine. yeah. All right, uh. you, me, lightsabers, nothing else. <laughs> out, out in the dust bowl. Oh, yep. also, yeah, the biggest amount of dust in the world when oh, the cows yeah. start moving. Which was confusing because when like mm. they were trying to shoot, but also like you couldn't tell who the bad guys were, nope. even though it didn't work on logic. No, nope. um, yeah, the the opening sequence is a little bit dreadful. Yeah, it but I is. think a lot of that is from the silent mm. film, which would have been at least ten years older. Yeah, so it's a brave choice. Yeah, well, apparently that was a common th- according mm. to that Wikipedia article. Oh, right. That was a common thing. They were like, well, we've already got that film, yeah. so let's chop that in, and then Thrifty. we'll just put the yeah. Well, it's um, it's like the way they made Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which was all of the costume stuff mm-hmm. and the monster stuff mm-hmm. was from a Japanese TV show, and then they just filmed the American bits with the teenagers without the costumes on in America, yeah. edited it together, mm-hmm. and then went there you go, that's 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 a TV show. And some people still went, oh yeah, this is good, this. Mm. I was too old for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when I that came out. I enjoyed it. But, oh, was good. Uh, fine, but I, I was, it was, it, was aimed, it was aimed below me, so that's why uh, I didn't go for it. And that's fine. 
No, as in age-wise, not oh, right, not fine. intellectually. Like, it was, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh, it was fine. aimed. It was aimed. Aimed age-wise, low, lower. The yes. same reason I never got into Teletubbies. It was for a different age range mm. than the one I was in. Yes. So um. Um, and they had brightly coloured individuals with different personalities, easily identifiable true, yeah. by we a single colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a colour. So it's, all, it's yeah. all part of the formula. So mm. sorry for ruining either Teletubbies or Power Rangers or both, but they are the same show. Yeah. But it's La La Yellow, probably. I don't know. Not <laughs> One of them Somewhere. was. One Somewhere. of them was. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Yes. I was wondering what it was going to be like, Helltown, I've got to say, because I did wonder whether it was going to be any good. And it was, actually. Mm. Everyone seemed to give a shit. Yeah. That was quite impressive. Mm. No one was, like, just... I think everyone was happy to have a job, to be honest. Yeah. Because, yeah, the, yeah, I think they were just going, nice oh, this is Nice right. on set. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I suppose they were only filming about two-thirds of what we actually oh, yeah. saw, because the other stuff was all filled in, mm. so... Uh. It's pretty Probably good. A nice, nice uh, quickie, a quota quickie. Mm. So yeah, so go to Pizza Flicks and subscribe and ring the bell, and they will tell you when there's new stuff. Yeah, we will be doing all sorts more. Uh, we've got a Groovin' Movies classic, a GM classic coming up next mm. week. So stay, stick around for that. Uh, you can subscribe on wherever you listen to your podcasts. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, all sorts of stuff. If you want to follow us on social media at Groovin Movies on Twitter and the same on Insta, Groovin Movies Bopper Clubhouse on Facebook. Totally and, exists. Yeah, it totally exists. It really does. And hang out there. And GroovinMovies.com. Or you can go to www.coffee.com forward slash Groovin Movies if you want to drop us a tip. It would be hugely appreciated. If not, if you can just tell people about it. Send people us a lightning rod. Send us a light. Do you know what? If there's a lightning rod catalogue out mm, there, yeah. just se- just send us a photo of it mm. and we'll track it down because yeah. apparently it's vital that we have one. Yes. We learnt from a man named Dink. Helps with the production. It really does, yeah. Mm. It, it, we, we can charge up the uh, voice recorder that we use mm-hmm. with just one lightning rod, or we can take it to that fetish club that Emma goes to. Yep. I'll just wear people up. That's Probably true. Probably still in that club. Right, yeah. <sighs> Come on, have you not got homes to go to? This is <laughs> loosely what I imagine happens. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. fair enough then. <laughs> Good. Uh, well, thank you ever so much for listening. Uh, subscribe to us and let us know what you think. We love you ever so much. Go and watch Helltown if you mm. haven't. If this hasn't whetted your appetite, then nothing will. Thank you very much. I've been Eddie French and I have been joined delightfully by Emma Titswell. <laughs> that was a weird. It was story. a bit, but that's nice. Uh, yes, um, yeah, it's good. It was. Okay. Bye bye, everyone. Movies featured Tom King, Eddie French, and Emma Tidswell, and is part of the Discount Comedy Checkout Network. For more information, go to www.comedycheckout.com. Thanks for listening.